Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, everybody, to the show. Yes, it is I, your favorite talk show host, Rob carry and we have not been hit by an earthquake we've been lucky here seriously i'm not even i'm not even joking we, we've been lucky we haven't had a, a monster uh, earthquake in a very long time knock on wood knock on something <laughs> but yeah we, we we haven't had a Earthquake in a in a while. I just had one in Italy. So we're all right. But uh, a bunch of people died over there. But anyways, um, welcome to the program. <laughs> so we're going to try this. Uh, uh, we're going to try the old uh, periscope thing again. So. You ready? Here we go. I know we're giving, we're we're doing it again. Okay, we click. Boom. Oh my gosh, there I am. I had people yesterday saying um, they weren't thrilled. They weren't thrilled with the angle. But uh, what do you want from me? It, it, it's not supposed to be a periscope show. Everybody was just busting my balls saying, you got to go on Periscope. You got to go on Periscope. You got to be up on Periscope. You got to do Periscope. You got you to get with the times. I said, man, we got all this video and feeds going. Like, I need one more thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so there we are. So you got to deal with the angle. All right. So something um, <laughs> yesterday when I was watching... Uh, CNN. Uh, I, I I was taken aback by something. Well, I'm I'm always taken aback by. I'm not, I'm never surprised. I'm never surprised. But I do get like what? <laughs> Where I got I got to stop what I'm doing and focus on what I'm watching. It it happens. <laughs> it happens. So you've all heard by now uh, the whole. Hillary Clinton and the uh, health rumors, or as CNN would say, debunked health rumors. But remember, she was on Kimmel, did the whole take my uh, take my uh, my pulse, open the pickle jar, you know, making a, a joke out of it. Well. All of a sudden, we went from Hillary Clinton's health to Donald Trump's health. And talking about uh, Donald Trump's medical records. 
We literally went from discussing Hillary Clinton's um, aneurysm and uh, the, the, the blood thinning medicine, the fall, pictures of her being uh, helped upstairs, the big Coke bottle glasses. Somehow we went from that to Donald Trump's medical records. Donald Trump being analyzed by Sanjay Gupta. It was fascinating. Again, I was taken aback. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. (laughs) How did this happen? How did we go? How, How did CNN... How did CNN just just shift? Just again, I know it's the Clinton News Network, but man, oh, like we talked about that Chris Gazilla, that putz over at the Washington Post. Eventually, you get called out. Eventually, somebody, just just somebody, rather, it's a girlfriend, boyfriend. Of aunt, uncle, somebody that you respect. At some point, somebody you respect, somebody that you actually give a crap uh, about what they think of you. At, at, at some point, at some point, someone says, hey, comb your hair, wear different shoes, stop being a slob. At some point, you go, oh, yeah, okay. And someone goes, man, I've been telling that to you for a month now. Well, it's different coming from him or different coming from her. At some point, that Chris Cazilla had to report on Hillary Clinton and her lack of doing press conferences. At some point, you think somebody would say to the executives at CNN, that, that Zucker or whoever... Whoever's in charge of that 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 operation, hey man, hey, uh, listen, you gotta like dial back. <laughs> you you gotta dial back the anti-Trump rhetoric. You gotta dial back uh, the defending of Hillary Clinton on every single program, whether it's Brianna Keeler. Brooke Baldwin, you, you got to die. Like, you would think at some point. And yesterday was just out of control. It was out of control. And remember, this Trump letter, the, the, the Trump uh, doctor, uh, remember the, 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 the goofy-looking guy? <laughs> he's got this goofy smile, and he's looking into a camera. Yeah, it's his gastrologist, something like that. That was back in December. That that was back in December 2015. So that already made the news cycle. That already made the news cycle. That already made its way on CNN and CBS and ABC. It was already dissected by George Stephanopoulos. It was already combed through. I mean, remember, it was during the primary season. 
So you had the Cruz surrogates and the Rubio surrogate. You had everybody dissecting the Donald Trump uh, medical paper, whatever the hell it was. So it's old. It's old. It's old news. It's old news. Now, uh, the Clinton uh, health story was never reported by CNN. It was never reported by ABC. It was never reported by CBS. It was always pushed aside as a right-wing conspiracy witch hunt. It was always pushed aside as a, uh, a, 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 a right-wing uh, kook site narrative. But every time you saw Hillary Clinton, and she's gagging, and she's coughing, and wheezing, and choking. It wasn't just once. It wasn't just twice. It wasn't just three times. We've got all sorts of sound clips. She's <laughs> And it's not just, oh, let me clear my throat. It's like two minutes. There's two minutes. I got a clip. I don't know where the hell it is. I don't know if I... I don't know if we... Uh, if we got rid of it out of the soundboard. We we might have. We, we pro- Yeah, we probably did. I'm looking. I don't see it. But there's this one clip, and it's like... It's, it's literally two and a half minutes. To where it's done. The, the coughing fit is done. And then, and then she tries to talk, and she's like this. And, and then when we go to... She's got all those things. And you got her falling, and you, and you, you just... You got a lot of stuff. You got a lot of stuff. And then, of course, Trump is saying Hillary Clinton doesn't have the stanima. Hillary Clinton doesn't have the strength. You have the surrogates out on the trail saying uh, she doesn't have the stanima. She doesn't have the strength. So now CNN, MSNBC, CBS, now they actually have to cover the story. Now they actually have to cover it. When, when you have a candidate bringing it up, when you have a candidate bringing it up, and then you have the candidate going on Jimmy Kimmel saying, check my pulse. Let me open that pickle jar or jar, whatever the hell it is. So now it's a story. So now CNN covers it. But the way they flipped it, the way they flipped it with the headline, Clinton's health is fine. But what about Trump? Wait a minute. (laughs) Time out. We're not talking about Trump. We talked about Trump. Almost a year ago, we dissected the Trump health letter. We, we already went through this. We never did this for Hillary Clinton. Remember the hubbub 
back in 08 over John McCain and the, uh, what do you have, melanoma? Remember that? Remember that Democrats were just, just they, he could die, Sarah Palin could be president, God forbid. Remember that? That was a big deal. That was a big deal. So here we are. And the headline is, Clinton's health is fine, but what about Trump? It's it's amazing. It really is amazing. I even watched Brianna Keeler uh, tell... Uh, a, a a Republican yesterday, I don't know if he was a congressman, what, what the hell he was, that all of the uh, Huma Abedin radical Muslim ties, is, is, is that a fiction? Just, again, just debunked. It's debunked. It's, 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 it's all BS. It's all BS. <laughs> At some point, man. At some point. At some point, somebody has got to go, CNN, enough is enough. Seriously, enough is enough, CNN. Sanjay Gupta. I I mean, this is re- Hashed. When Sanjay Gupta is talking to Ashley Bainsfield and saying, I don't even know what to make of this letter. They did this a year ago. They did this a year ago. That's not the story. The story is Hillary Clinton. It's not Donald Trump. It's not the fact that his gastrologist said Donald Trump's blood pressure and his lab results are astonishingly excellent. And if Donald Trump was the president, he'd be the healthiest individual ever elected. That was already discussed back in December. Oh, man. I... I, uh, I just uh, the, the CNN. I I, I don't. I, I don't. I just. Uh. I mean, we've dissected the panels. Try to watch a, a, a an Anderson Cooper or a, a, the other uh, the other one. What's his name? Lemon. You got you got the panels. You got. Three Democrats. You got you got you got three leftists on one side, and in theory, you're supposed to have three righties. So you're supposed to have three. Instead, you have Jeffrey Lord, pro-Trump, some other guy that's pro-Trump. He's just not real good in that. Unhealthy Taryn Stoudemire. I think that's how you say her name. 
the really, really, really overweight black lady who's anti-Trump. So you got four uh, anti-Trumpers, pro-Trumpers, and then, of course, either Cooper or Lemon, who are uh, pro-Clinton, pro-lefties. So you got five against two. <laughs> Again, it, it, it's just wild. And I think... And I think, again, I'm not a media expert, okay? I, 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 just, uh, I just, just just talk over here on this radio thingy. But a batch of ratings came out yesterday, or the day before. I'm not, not 100% sure, but it was, it was in the last uh, one or two days. That has MSNBC... Leading CNN. It basically goes Fox, MSNBC, and CNN. And the only thing I can gather from that is people go to Fox because uh, they want a right perspective of the news. People go to the, the, the MSNBC because they want a left perspective of the news. People would go to CNN because they just wanted the news. They just wanted not a left, not a right, but they wanted the news. Oh, earthquake today. Oh, uh, you know, uh, 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 fighting in the the, the Gaza Strip. Oh, we have uh, the State Department uh, talking about war. Oh, we have, uh, you know, Sanjay Gupta talking about Zika. That was traditionally what CNN was. That's why CNN traditionally has been in your doctor's offices, your airports, because it was always not a left or a right. It was news. That's how Ted Turner founded it. That's, that's how CNN was created. Reagan was shot. They were there. They covered it. Bernie Shaw. The news. But somehow, in the past, I mean, it's been, it's, it's been happening, but in the last, what, year, it, it's really made a left turn. But CNN decided that they needed to be the voice of the left. It, it, it's, it's like they bamboozled everybody uh, into um, accepting them as just a news channel. They, they, they bamboozled everybody into putting them in the bars and in the you know, hotels, just, just wherever somebody says, ah, we should just have... Uh, you know, the news playing. Oh, we'll put on CNN. And once they got that 
hookup. Once they got that in, they said, now we make the turn. Now we slowly but surely start making that left turn. We, we, we start becoming more of a propaganda service for the left, for, more importantly, Hillary Clinton, the Clinton News Network. And I think people are starting to catch on, and that's why their ratings are in the toilet. Because if you want the left... If you, if you want a perspective from the left, you go to MSNBC. You watch Rachel Maddow. If you want a perspective from the right, you go to Fox. You watch Sean Hannity. Those are two networks that don't hide the fact that they are lefties and righties. Rachel Maddow goes, I'm gay, I'm a liberal, and I despise. Republicans, I despise, despise conservatives. And I'm going to spend an hour a night dissecting, crushing, destroying conservatives and everything they believe in. And vice versa when it comes to Hannity or O'Reilly. So you know what you're getting. CNN, they, they, they try to be cute. They, they, they try to be cutesy. So you get a Brianna Keeler who's asking questions, and then all of a sudden, she starts giving her opinion. She starts arguing. She starts saying, no, that's it's debunked, that's wrong. That, and you're like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. This isn't your job. You're not supposed to be doing this. You're supposed to be asking questions. You're, you're, what's going on? And I think that's what's happening with CNN. But people are like, listen, if I, if, I, if I want this, I'll go to MSNBC. If I want this, I'll go to the network. That is good at it. I'm not going to go to a, you know, this, this subterfuge, a bunch of lefties that, that are hiding this, 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 you know, they're, they're like under the covers of a news network. No, they're not. They're not. They're not. They're absolutely not. When they are talking about a Donald Trump story from basically a year ago to squash a Hillary Clinton story that people are talking about, they are exactly, they are exactly what everyone calls their initials to be the Clinton News Network. All right, let's take a quick break. And we come back, we're going to talk about uh, the Clinton Foundation, the new 
news of the day. It's like every day. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm telling you guys, if Hillary Clinton wins, if Hillary Clinton wins, I guarantee she will not make it through those four years. She, she will not make it through the four years. First off, health-wise, she's not going to make it. We, you will get a Tim Kaine, guaranteed. But if she manages to stay healthy, which is a long shot, um, the corruption and, and, and the scandals that are going to, um, once Hillary is elected, once they know, Let's take a break, because uh, I'm going to wind up just going on a on an AP uh, uh, rant. So uh, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. It's the Rob Zakari Show. Don't forget to follow us uh, at .com. Uh Go to uh, our Facebook. Go to our Twitter. Just, just go. Go to those places. We'll be right back. Are you, are you? Coming to the train Led by a man Who wants to break the chains Establishment is terrified They can't control his reign Let's meet this year On the Trump train Are you, are you Coming to the train Where brave men called out For a wall built by cranes Media is terrified they can't control his reign. Let's meet this year on the Trump train. Are you, are you coming to the train? Where brave men called out the fools who lead in vain. Lobbyists are terrified they can't control our reign. Let's meet this year on the Trump train. Are you, are you coming to the train? We're ahead of hope, side by side with me. Make America great again, break the chains. Let's meet this year on the Trump train. And we are going to be respected by the world again and not laughed at like we're all a bunch of stupid people being led by incompetent politicians. It's not going to go on any longer. Are you, are you coming to the train to take our great country back again? Join a revolution, break the chain. Let's meet this year. On the Trump train. We're going to win at the borders. We're going to win. And we're going to keep winning. And we are going to make America great again. Greater than ever before. Greater than We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, uh, we are back. It's the Rob Scary Show. All right, so uh, the article that uh, came out yesterday 
that people were talking about. And these, I'm telling you guys, these stories are never, are, are never going to end. These stories are never going to end. And with these, um, <laughs> these, these, these 15,000 uh, emails that were discovered, again, I watched CNN say, well, well, in all fairness, some of those emails, some of those emails were, were duplicates. Well, okay. 15,000 weren't duplicates, okay? 15,000 were not duplicates. All right? 15,000 emails were discovered that were work-related that Hillary Clinton did not hand over to the State Department. When she said she handed over, okay, when she said she handed over all work-related emails, it was a lie. And when CNN goes, well, some of those emails were uh, duplicates. It's not fair to say 15,000. Okay, 5,000 were duplicate. Okay, and, and I'm being generous. I'm being real generous. 5,000 were duplicates. 10,000. How about this? 10,000 were duplicates. I'll be even more generous. I'll, I'll give the ultimate reach around, okay? Ultimate reach around. 10,000. 10,000 were duplicates. That means 5,000 emails that had to do with work, that had to do with business, were not turned over I mean this is a slow and steady drip it's going to continue and Democrats and CNN and MSNBC and George Stephanopoulos and oh god the list is so long and it's, it's just too long they could spin this As much as they want. But the fact of the matter is, she said, I handed over all work-related emails. And that's not true. It's not true. It's not true. And when you look at some of these emails that are getting discovered and getting uh, printed... You understand that they were purposely, they were purposely withheld. She purposely withheld some of these emails. Well, 15,000. She purposely withheld emails that have Huma Abedin taking private jets to... Arkansas to Washington, 
I mean, when you uh, listen, you watch the 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 you you, you rather it's CNN, MS, the whole list. You go on the Daily Beast. You go uh, to the BuzzFeed. I mean, the Daily Beast has got this this girl. This what well, she calls herself a reporter. She's just, just you know your your typical douchey millennial that uh, got a degree in journalism. Lived with her mommy and daddy up to six months ago. This Olivia Nunzio, I, I think that's how you say Nunzia something. Hire her entire career, her entire job, everything that is her being is based on going after Trump. She doesn't write about anything else. All she writes about is Trump. Rather, it's commingling, uh, uh, buying his own books, uh, uh, something that happened in his hotel 30 years ago. I've never seen her once put the effort into uh, dissecting Hillary Clinton. I mean, you want to talk about co-mingling? You want to talk about uh, using this fund for that fund and what's technically allowed, what's what's technically illegal, what's what's ethically challenged? You got Huma Abedin working for Hillary Clinton. She's working for the State Department. She's taking private jet flights from donors who are connected to the Clinton Foundation. And when you read all of this and say, well, is that legal? You get, well, yeah, but, you know, this shouldn't have been commingled. Well, man, Donald Trump gets attacked every day. Every day. I... I read an article, I remember three months ago, I read an article where uh, they were dissecting the amount of gas uh, his workers were uh, putting down as what they used. Like, so, so, so what I mean is they were dissecting in the uh, filings, you know, you got to file the paperwork every month or I don't know, every quarter, whatever the hell it is of what was spent, what went to where, who got what. And they were dissecting a, a, a staffer in New Hampshire or a staffer in uh, Iowa and the amount of miles that they put down that they drove as getting a reimbursement for gas and the fact that the numbers were higher than normal. And this could be a way that the Trump campaign was paying uh, staffers or giving them bonuses uh, and getting around uh, different taxes. I mean, I'm reading this and I'm like, are you, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You're, you're dissecting gas usage? Really? Really? You're dissecting gas usage? But Huma Abedin? Huma Abedin? Takes private jet flights? 
State Department, Clinton, God knows what she does for her. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's mind, it really is, it's mind-blowing. So these are the things that are in these emails. These are the things that are in these emails that nobody ever saw before. Now they're, you know, bubbling up to the surface like a festering, pussy, nasty lesion. It's a nasty, nasty lesion. Just nasty. So the AP go through all these emails. They go through all this paperwork. And they go, huh, more than half the people, more than half the people that met with Hillary Clinton when she was in the State Department also gave money to the Clinton Foundation. More than half. The report says 85 out of the 154 people. 85 out of 154 people. They all had private interests. Meaning they weren't part of the State Department. And that's how the Clinton camp tried to spin it. Oh, instead of cherry picking uh, these meetings, instead of cherry picking these emails, look at the big picture. Look at the uh, thousand plus meetings she had. Wait a minute, stupid. Hey, Robbie Mook, your, your name is Robbie the Mook. For a reason, you're a mook, you're a moron. Why would we talk about uh, meetings with people inside the government? Why would we talk about meetings with uh, State Department officials or or head, heads of state or dignitaries? Why? Why? That's that's not the point. She's supposed to be doing that. She's the Secretary of State. She's she's supposed to be talking. With those people. She's not supposed to be having. All of these meetings. With people that have nothing to do. With our government. Everything to do. With foreign governments. And or. Private companies. And when I talk about. Foreign governments. I'm not talking about. Oh. She's having a meeting with President Habas. No, it's, you know, uh, Huma Abedin's third cousin from the royal family of uh, Ishtar. And this rich prince who gives money to Georgetown and gives money to Princeton this guy was having a meeting with Hillary Clinton or this professor it's 
So, of course, no one's going to talk about these other meetings because she's supposed to have these other meetings. It's these meetings. And 85 out of the 154 people, 85 out of 150, I mean, that's, that, that's more than half, my friends. That's more than half. It's more than half. And out of the 85 people, okay, out of the 85 people, 40 donated more than $100,000 each, and 20 gave more than a million dollars for a combined total of $156 million. That's astonishing. That's astonishing. I mean, it's, it's, it's astonishing. It's absolutely astonishing. I mean, this is serious stuff. But instead, what is shocking, what is outrageous, is that Trump, 25 years ago, might have, might have, had a girl in a bikini, might have had a girl in a bikini walk in front of a bunch of people and say, isn't that a Trump girl? That! Oh, my God! That! Woo! That's that. Huh? Well, that's shocking. Or Trump, or Trump might have purchased Copies of his own book. <gasps> oh my God. Oh my God, the humanity. <laughs> no. And here you have someone who, who, who could very well be the president of the United States, literally having a for sale sign. Right outside her door. She's got a for sale. Actually, she's got a for sale sign hanging around Huma Abedin's neck. $156 million. You know how much money that is? You know how much money that is? Seriously. You know how much money that is? That is a massive, massive amount. That is a haul. That is a haul. This is all done while she sat as Secretary of State. And for some reason, this doesn't outrage people. This doesn't outrage people. It's almost like, well, it's expected. I mean, this is typical Clinton stuff. This, this is just... Bra- I mean, 
man. I mean, it's just like Bill. It's just like Bill doing what Bill has always done. I mean, I know people cheat. Okay? I know people cheat. And I know people take uh, unnecessary risks. Yeah, sure. I get it. But, man, the the K-O's on you to go, hmm, you know, I know I'm the most powerful person in the world. And I know every action, I, I know everything I do is under a microscope. I, 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 I know every, just, I'm the president. I'm the president. You know what? It's exactly that reason that I can do whatever I want. So I'm going to have this girl come into the office and I'm going to stick things in her vagina. I'm going to stick things in her vagina. I'm going to I'm going to talk to her on the phone, talk dirty. I'm I mean guys, it's just <laughs> you're like it's the same thing. Here's Hillary Clinton going, you know, I know this looks shady. I know uh, I'm supposed to um, disclose uh, certain uh, donors. I know I'm supposed to uh, do a bunch of things. I, I, I know. I know I'm supposed to do that. But you know what? I literally could do whatever I want. I, I, I literally could do whatever I want. It's just it, it 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 it's it's pretty incredible. So this story, I mean, it just lists and goes into detail who some of the people were. Uh, Mohammed Yunus, a a Bangladeshi economist who won the 2006 Nobel Peace Prize for pioneering low. Um, Interest microcredit for poor business owners met with Clinton three times and talked with her by phone during a period when Bangladeshi government authorities investigated his oversight of a nonprofit bank and ultimately pressured him to resign uh, from the bank's uh, resign from the bank's board. Throughout the process, he pleaded for help in messages routed to Clinton. And she ordered aides to find ways to assist him. I mean, that's an example. Uh, I mean, mean, there's this AP story is very detailed. Very detailed. Uh, Let's see. What other... What other little... uh, uh, Tidbits. I mean, it, it's it's just really detailed. Of course, uh, you know, people aren't going to uh, 
dive into this because uh, people <laughs> they have very low uh, attention uh, span. So it's like, eh, let's see. Uh, Estee Lauder, the executive, uh, Fabricio Frida met with Clinton at the same time Wall Street, at, the, at a Wall Street event attended by Schwartzman. Later that month, Frida was on a list of attendees for a meeting between Clinton and a U.S.-China trade group. Uh, Estee Lauder has given between 100000 and a quarter million to the Clinton Foundation. Uh, the company made a commitment to uh, CGI in 2013 with four other organizations to help survivors of sexual slavery uh, in Cambodia. Uh, let's see. What other uh, tidbits? Uh, the Blackstone Group. Oh, that's Schwarzman. Uh, major Clinton Foundation donor. Uh, let's see. Uh, man, I, I, like I said, it's just so much, just so much stuff. And, and so many people that gave the Clintons tons and tons of money, just tons of money, who uh, were intertwined with Hillary Clinton and her inner circle. I mean, it, it, it's, it's basically, uh, if you pay us, you give us tons of cash. If you give us tons of money, you can be our friend. And we will help you in any way we can. I mean, that, I mean that's, that's basically <laughs> what all of this is. Wild, man. Wild stuff. And now, I get when you do this. After you get out of office. I get that. I I do. I I get that. But Hillary Clinton. A hundred percent. Knew. That she was going. To run for president. In 2016. She knew. And see, the problem with all of this stuff, here, here's the problem with all this stuff. Because there's no smoking gun, per se. Because there's no hard evidence where somebody says, I gave Hillary Clinton $100,000 And in turn, she said she will do this for me. And in turn, she did it. Everything's done with a wink and a nod. It's the same thing with running in 2016. You can't get inside Hillary Clinton's mind. There's no computer program. There's no uh, device to 
actually get the truth from the mind. So when you say, listen, you knew after 08 that you were going to run in 2016. You knew. So in turn, everything that you have done from 08 to 2016 has been all about give me all of this stuff, give me all of this cash, do all these things for me, and when I become president, it's payback time. That's why I'm going to have a server. That's why I'm going to keep all my communications private. But you can't prove that Hillary Clinton knew she was going to run in 2016. We all know. But you can't prove it. So if you say to her, Well, you knew you were going to run. Why did you do all of this stuff then? You knew you were going to run. You shouldn't have been doing all of this stuff. Yes, former presidents do this stuff. But former presidents that are attached to spouses who are trying to become president and then they're out there soliciting money via speeches and and different appearances and then Hillary Clinton will say yeah but I didn't know I was going to run what do you say to that you're lying okay yeah you could do that but where's that going to get you Where's that going to get you? I mean, you could, you, could, you could do that. That's why I say all of this stuff, all of this stuff, all of this stuff is shady. It's dirty. And if it wasn't, because if it wasn't the government, if it wasn't Hillary Clinton, If somebody was doing this, they would be either convicted, they would either be fired, they would uh, investigated. And we've talked about this before. There's individuals who are in prison on circumstantial evidence. There's individuals who are in prison for murder or burglary, or or whatever. And it's all based on circumstantial evidence. Every day people go to prison. And they're convicted, not because there's a videotape, not even an eyewitness. But just the fact that the dots add up. And the average person with with, with a a moderate IQ, 
<laughs> I'm not even talking about your uh, hipster douchebag uh, journalism <laughs> millennial. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not even talking about that. Just, just me, and then the average IQ. Okay, just me, the average IQ guy. Someone like me would look at all of this Hillary Clinton stuff and go, oh, guilty. If it wasn't Hillary Clinton, if it wasn't politics, if it wasn't the government, if this was just your average dude, your average woman involved in all of this stuff, and I'm in a jury box, and they present all this evidence, and they say, all right, do you, do you, do you think there was corruption? Do you think there was pay-for-play? Do you think... Well, yeah, of course. Duh. But because it's Hillary Clinton, because it's politics, because it's the government, because it's Democrats, because it's the media, everybody goes, well, there's no smoking gun. No smoking gun. There's no smoke. There's there's, there's not real evidence. Real. Well, you, you need to have, well, you, you really don't. You don't need a videotape. You don't need a videotape. You, you don't need a murder weapon. Sorry, you, you don't. I know in this instance, we do. It's just like, like I, Hillary didn't know she was going to run. Really? Really? You're you're being honest. It's like what somebody said. How could the the debates? How could they be rigged against Donald Trump when the debates were set long before Donald Trump was the nominee? Okay, time out. Stupid. The debates were rigged to give Hillary Clinton the advantage, regardless. Of who she was running against. The debates were done this way to give her an advantage because they always knew Hillary Clinton was going to be the nominee. They always knew. Always knew. That's why there wasn't a field like there was in 08. In 08, it was technically supposed to be Hillary. But then Obama was like, I'm going to run. But with that being said, look how big that field was. You you, You had a huge field. This time around, what'd you have? You had nothing because it was Hillary's. It was set up for Hillary. So is there a smoking gun? Is there a is there a memo somewhere where Hillary goes a hundred percent I knew I was going to run, but I did everything I did. With the foundations and the server, I did all of that stuff because I knew I had to get money. I knew I had to repay 
favors. I knew my communication must be private because I couldn't have people uh, see that. They, of course, they, they, that, that none of that, you know, <laughs> of course, not going to be a smoking gun. And all this stuff is just going to keep coming. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Think about the power you have as the president of the United States. Think about, seriously, think about the power you have as the president of the United States. Okay? Now, let's talk about Hillary Clinton and all the things that she has done And she's not even the president of the United States. She's a senator. She's secretary of state. She's a first lady. She's the first lady of Arkansas. All of the stuff that she's done wasn't being the most powerful woman in the world. Imagine. Imagine. Imagine the things that are going to go down if Hillary Clinton is the President of the United States, Bill Clinton running around the White House, Kuma Abedin running around the White House, Carlos Danger, a.k.a. the Mongoose, running around the White House. It's going to be one scandal after another. It's going to be just one scandal after another. More and more things will drip out. There'll probably be an October surprise, but not in October. It'll be like in February. She becomes president after inauguration. There'll probably be this big bombshell. Rather, it's with her health or some type of smoking gun as it pertains to all this Clinton Foundation stuff. Guarantee you, she becomes president. There will be that smoking gun. It's just not coming out now. Everybody's doing what they got to do to protect her. Everybody's doing what they got to do to protect her. Everybody's doing what they got to do. It's it's insane. All right. So uh, let's take a break. (laughs) uh, Let's take a break. We'll be right back after uh, some uh, Baked Alaska. We haven't heard Baked Alaska since yesterday, so here it is. Rob Zakari Show will be right back.
needs to do another uh another song cuz we got the we we love our cops and law enforcement and then we have uh, build the wall so we need another we need another uh song from him so if he's listening we need another song all right uh, a story that came out i think it was over the weekend and I, 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 wanted, I meant to talk about it uh, yesterday. Actually, I meant to talk about it Monday, but then we got so busy with uh, important stuff. <laughs> uh, with, uh, <laughs> with important stuff that this uh, was a, a leftover. So I call it a leftover. Um, what's going on with Fox News and all these chicks <laughs> all these chicks talking about sexual harassment seriously what, what, what's going on so this uh, Andrea uh, Tanteros have you guys seen her Andrea Tanteros Taros. Not for nothing. Uh, again, I don't. I don't want to sound. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm going to sound. I'm going to sound skeevy and <laughs> chauvinistic, anyways. But listen, what? What? <laughs> if you ever listen, every girl on Fox News is 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 hot, like like over the top hot. Aside from Gretchen Carlson, who's just kind of old, um, but I got to imagine that she was a lot hotter about 10 years ago, uh, but man, like, like <sighs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to figure out how to, how to say this without sounding scummy why do you do you think these women thought they were hired because they were great uh, intellectual thinkers 
Seriously. Do, 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 you, do, do you think they think that? When you look at Andrea Tanateros, it, it, she's, she's, she's cute. Like, really cute. I'm not sure if she's Mexican. I don't know if she's Italian. I don't know what the hell she is. But she's cute. And she likes guns, and she's, and she's just, you know, rah, build the wall, deploy. She, you know, she just has that Republican mentality, and she's got the boobs and the... Do you think she thinks she is an, an, an intellectual giant? I mean, same thing with that that Kimberly Gofoil. Oh my God, Jesus, Jesus! With the boobs and the big hair and the big giant lips. <laughs> I mean, ah, oh God, Jesus! I mean, it's obvious that they're hired because of the way they look. It's obvious. It's obvious. There, there, there's, there's more than enough dogs in the in in the uh, news business. There, there's, there's more than enough. Just, ugh, you know, like two a. There's a. There's more than enough two a.m. girls on television and trying to be on television. That if Fox was all about uh, intellectual giants, they they could get. I mean, go to CNN. I I, I mean, CNN. Look at CNN. Have you ever seen a great big fat person uh, on Fox? Have you ever seen a big fat woman on Fox? Have you ever seen an uh, an an uh, an ugly? Seriously, have you have you ever seen anybody on Fox that wasn't good looking? You go to CNN, it go, it, rather it's the even the pundits on Fox, which the, this uh, Tan Taros, she was like a pundit, she was like a panelist. She would show up on the Five. She'd show up on uh, you know uh, Gutfeld's show. But look at CNN. Look at the look at the panelists. You got that great big fat woman, that black fat woman, uh, uh, Stottlemyre. Oh, just horrific! Just a horrific, horrific woman. Then they got the the host in the morning. Uh, the the other big big fat woman, like. They got like two or three big fat women. Big fatties. Big, big ones. Damn. Yes, they do. MSNBC, forget about it. I mean, MSNBC, their requirement there is you have to look like Rachel Maddow. You you just, you got it. You got to look like Rachel Maddow. 
you you you've, you got to look like Rachel Maddow. There, I, I, Fox is all about the babes. It's all about the hotness. It's all about the hotness because Fox could hire them beasts over at CNN. They could hire those beasts at MSNBC. So obviously Roger Ailes sat there and when he's going through, you know, resumes, the first thing he's doing is saying, she's hot. Look at those jugs. Look at those lips. Look, she will look stunning on camera. All she has to do is read from this teleprompter. All she has to do is shake her head and agree with Eric Bowling. All she has to do is read this memo of talking points. That's it. That's it. That's all. And boom, they're hired. All these women sexually harassed? I don't know. But Andrea Tanintero says uh, Fox News is a <laughs> is a is is run like a sex fueled cult. <laughs> a sex a Playboy mansion like cult, steeped in intimidation, indecency, and misogyny. Ooh. 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 Like I said, were they sexually harassed? I don't know. It seems like these allegations come out after they get fired, after they get let go. This uh, Tanenteros was fired. Supposedly, she uh, broke a... Um, an agreement where she wasn't supposed to um, write a book when she did. That was like part of the deal was uh, she couldn't write a book. And uh, she was fired. And she and Fox uh, had been going back and forth over the firing. And then she filed a sexual harassment claim. So who knows? You know, in this day and age, you have to decide with the woman. You have to decide with the woman. There is no, I don't believe her. I don't. But I do think these cases are a little suspect because they come out they come out after there was some type of dispute. So again, again, just like the Carlson situation, Tanenteros, Tanenteros says Fox News is, is, is like the Playboy Mansion. It's like a cult. It's full of intimidation and misogyny and it's, operates, uh, you know, sex fuel. Well, that didn't just happen yesterday. 
And she's been with them for a few years. So when this was going on, ah, so when this, I popped the camera here, guys. <laughs> Sorry. Jesus. I know you're, you're, you guys are sitting there and you're like, Rob, what the hell just happened? You, you just, you gave us a shock. This thing, I, that's the, that's why this thing's a pain in the ass. But I'm doing it for you guys, the 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 the, the few of you that like to watch this on the Periscope, opposed to on our video feed. Anyway, this didn't just happen the first week. Uh, uh, the Tantros or uh, uh, was there. The the, the this is. Right? I mean, when did the when has this been going on? And if it's been going on for the first week, if it's been going on for a year, it's been going on for two years, why would you stay there that long? If I'm the, if I'm somewhere for say two say I'm there for three years, say I'm I'm working at a place for two years, day I walk in, I see um, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, uh, organ grinder monkeys wearing uh, dildos on their on their little monkey heads and, and i'm seeing uh, uh, a glory hole room where uh, at lunch you just go in there and, and 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 you know go to one of the holes and someone takes care of business for you i mean if i'm in a place like that cuz that's that's what i imagine when Tanintero says it operated like a sex-fueled Playboy Mansion-like cult. I'm thinking glory hole rooms. I'm thinking one room where you go to one of the holes and um, you get your business taken care of. I'm thinking there's another room full of glory holes where you take care of business for other people. I mean that's what I'm that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. So if I go to work, I get hired by uh uh 640 KFI. <laughs> I get I get hired by Salem Media, all right? And uh, I go into their studio. It's the first day. And Hugh Hewitt's there to meet me. And Hugh Hewitt goes, uh, hello, Rob. I'm Hugh. Oh, I know Hugh. How are you, man? It's nice to meet you. Cool. Uh, so this will be your office. Uh, this will be where you will broadcast from. And over here is the glory hall room where you will be taking care of business. Uh, excuse me? <laughs> excuse me, Hugh? Yeah, this is the glory hall room. Uh, all new radio hosts, they take care of business for the first year. And then in the second year, you can have people take care of your business. Uh, mm, yeah, you know what, Hugh? I'll pass. I think I will uh, continue to broadcast in my crappy little studio uh, through the Internet. Thank you. Goodbye. I mean, <laughs> right? 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 
If I'm Andrea Tanenteros and I walk into a place that's sex-fueled and it's a Playboy mansion like Cole, I'm out of there. That's why I question these women because they're at Fox News for all these years. You know, Gretchen Carlson, she was there for, what, 10 years? So if uh, Tanateros is saying uh, this is a uh, sex field playboy mansion-like cult, and she was only there for a few years, imagine Carlson for 10 years. 10 years. She's working the glory holes in the Fox News room. So, again, I, I, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know. And you know, this day and age, if you uh, say, if, if you're in it, like, like we talked about with the whole Bill Clinton thing. Okay, like we talked about the whole Bill Clinton thing. In this day and age, when Penn Taros says, well, Roger Ailes um, had me come into his office and told me to turn around so he could get a good look at me. I refused, and then I was moved to the well-rated 5 p.m. show to a lower-rated midday show. So in this day and age, that is sexual harassment. Now, I don't know if it happened. I don't know if it didn't happen. But just the concept of a boss saying something that is possibly inappropriate. Now, like I stated in the beginning, somebody is telling these women to dress the way they dress. Someone is telling these women to look the way they look. If you watch Kimberly Gafoyle, okay, she never wears a top, doesn't have her jugs busting out. She doesn't. She, she never, ever wears a top where those jugs are not busting out. So somebody is, is cueing her in to dressing like that. Somebody is relaying, hey, you are here because of the way you look first and what you say and what you read and your opinion second. So when Tanenteros gets called into an office and someone says, hey, uh, turn around, let me see how you look. You know, part of your job is how you look. It's not CNN. It's not MSNBC, where Rachel Maddow's wearing a three-piece suit. CNN, where Sally Cohen, the Rachel Maddow ripoff, is wearing a tuxedo. 
or Tristan Stoudemire's hiding a burger under one of her rolls. It's not that. It's Fox News. You're hired specifically how you look. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. But this is considered sexual harassment. Bill Clinton sticking a cigar in one of his employees' vaginas, that, that's not sexual harassment. That's a wanted cigar. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's... Hey. <laughs> so, Tanateros um, said that uh, uh, she went to go see... Um, I guess this shine, the guy who's like uh, one of the one of the bosses and shine told her she needed to let this one go. This is according to the lawsuit. And Tana Terrace also claims that she was uh, subjected to unwanted advances by Bill O'Reilly. In the lawsuit, she said Ailes did not act alone. He may have been the primary culprit, but his actions were condoned by his most senior lieutenants who engaged in a concerted effort to silence Tanenteros by threats, humiliation, and retaliation. Again, all of these things had been going on for quite a long time. And it's kind of funny because it seems like Tanateros was fine with being sexually harassed and having unwanted advances um, directed at her as long as she was in the well-rated 5 p.m. show. So as long as she was in the well-rated 5 p.m. show, she had no problem, absolutely no problem working in the glory halls. But the minute, the minute she was moved out of her 5 p.m. show, uh, that's it. Very upset, very upset. So this uh, Playboy Mansion cult sex den had to be happening before she was called into Roger Ailes' office and told to turn around. This had to be going on during the um, time Tanenteros was uh, in the well-coveted 5 p.m. time slot. Had to, right? Had to. Had to. Had to. So that makes me say, hmm. Is this real, or is it just a girl who's pissed off that she got fired, and now she's trying to cash in on this whole sexual harassment thing? I don't know. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. 
Thought it was interesting. We were going to talk about it the other day, but we actually <laughs> had uh, important issues to get to. All right. It's Rob's Gary Show. Probably pissed off a bunch of people with that bit. Anyways, we'll be right back. <laughs> oh, after these fascinating, fascinating words. I think somebody cooking something in the in the studio kitchen. I'm not sure, but be right back. You, 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 you. This is gonna be you.
All right, there. Maybe Trump could play that. Since, uh, God, look at my hair. Look at that. Oh, my God. Jesus. Oh, my God. My hair is just crazy. It's it's nutty. Nutty. Oh. Maybe Trump can do that. Since uh, everybody's talking about his change on um, immigration, maybe he could play the Trump Mexican song. Donald Trump's in the huge. Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Right now. Uh, Trump is in Florida. Trump is in Florida. He's at a rally in Florida talking about the um, the Clinton um, Foundation. He's talking about the Clinton Foundation, talking about her illegal actions. It's funny. Tomorrow, Hillary is set to give a speech about Breitbart. I, I kid you not. Tomorrow, Hillary's going to give a speech about Breitbart and about what they call the alt-right. Isn't that wild? They're actually going to give a speech. They're actually going to give a speech about Breitbart. That's that's it's amazing to me. Seriously, that, that's that's amazing to me. They're actually going to give about Breitbart. That's that's just it's wild. It's absolutely wild. And last night, you know, uh, Hannity, Hannity had uh, a whole special. It was very, very, very uh, emotional. Very, very emotional. It was a whole special uh, on um, families who had their children um, killed by illegals. I mean, these, these these poor moms, they're crying. They had some dads on there. Um, it, was, it, was, it was tough stuff. It's tough stuff. And I wondered if anybody would be talking about it as far as um, CNN or ABC, NBC, MSNBC. Of course, nobody is. Now, I know it's Fox News, it's Sean Hannity, but the Washington Post and the New York Times are the first ones to jump up and down, outraged that Sean Hannity had advised Donald Trump, had given him... um, 
talking points, I guess you could say. The Daily Beast, Huffington Post, they were all outraged. They all ran stories. Sean Hannity, he's, you know, he's horrible. Look at him. He's ruining his, or, uh, uh, you know, whatever credibility he ever had is gone and blah, 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 blah. They're the first. They're the first. But nobody seems to want to cover the families who had their loved ones killed by illegals. Fascinating. It's just fascinating. Very fascinating. Very fascinating. And the media is still beside themselves. I mean, beside themselves. That uh, Trump is trying to reach out uh, to the black voter. Oh, my God. They are just beside themselves. We, we've got a good story today on the Rob Zakari Show.com. We covered this yesterday. We got a good story. Go to the Rob Zakari Show.com. Go there. Check it out. Think it's pretty good. But they are just, I, I mean, if you, if you go to CNN or you go to MSNBC, they got, uh, people from Essence Doc. I mean, the editor, Essence.com, is talking about uh, Trump is not genuine. He's, he's a big faker. He's a phony. He's full of crap. He's just pandering to black people. Remember, Hillary Clinton and hot sauce. Don't forget that. Hillary Clinton, straight up. I did this yesterday. Those of you who forget, here's Hillary Clinton. What's something that you always carry with you? Hot sauce. Really? You, yeah. Yeah. Really? Are you getting information right now? <laughs> hot sauce. Hot sauce wow. in my bag, Swag? Hot sauce. Really? Yes. Now, listen, yes. I just want you to know, people are going to see this and say, okay, she's pandering to black people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is it working? Yes. <laughs> Is it working? Is it working? Is it working? Yeah. There no, no, nobody's, you know, when, uh, when uh, Brooke Baldwin or uh, whoever uh, bring an an editor from Essence, or they got Charles Blow. Oh man, is he just an angry black guy? <laughs> He's just oh man. To watch him, just <laughs> to watch him lose his mind on another black guy because that black guy. Is voting for Trump is it, it, it is it's it, it's amazing. It's startling. It's frightening. It's amazing. Ay man. 
to watch him just, it's like, whoa. Yeah, Charles, Charles Blow, whoo, he, he's not happy that Trump is um, going after the black vote. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is so, he's so mad. He's just so mad. Very, very mad. But when they talk about Trump pandering and he's not genuine, they ought to play uh, the clip of Hillary talking about hot sauce in her in her in her swag bag. Man, her saying, is it working? Is the pandering working? <clears throat> they had to play that. Of course they're not going to play that. Of course they're not going to play that. They should. They should. They should. 100% should. They are just livid. He's pandering. He's pandering. Now, tomorrow, uh, Trump is set to meet um, with a... Who did they say he's meeting with? I, I think they, he's meeting... Who the, who the hell is he meeting with? Uh, I think a couple pastors. He's going to visit. <clears throat> he's going to visit um, some black folk. <laughs> some people get all um, all butt hurt. Why are you very black folk? Well, because Obama says black folk. I like it. I like it. Black folk. But he's going... He's going... uh, To... uh, uh, Meet... Some pastors. Who else? Um, I want to say he's going to a church, too. I think he's I think he's going to a church too. He's he's definitely doing an outreach tomorrow. Got everybody just beside themselves. They're all pissed off again. They're all pissed off again. All pissed off again. Very mad. Very mad. How dare he? How dare he try to court the black folk? How dare he? That bastard. How dare he? So, yeah, they're upset. They're very upset. <laughs> That's great. Oh. That's oh, great. Very, uh, <laughs> very 
Very interesting stuff. Very interesting stuff. They're upset about Trump softening on immigration. They're very, very upset about that. <laughs> They're very upset about that. They're just upset. They're just, they're just upset. They're upset about they're up, just Trump's making them upset about everything. Damn it! <laughs> they're like no, he can't be softening on immigration. No, what do you mean? <laughs> no, wait, no, can't, <laughs> can't. No, don't. They're outraged about that. It's funny. They're outraged that that Trump is, as they would say, softening on immigration, even even though from day one they were upset by his immigration policy. So on day one they're upset about his immigration policy, and they wanted him. To kind of reverse course. So now that they say he's softening, they're upset. <laughs> they're, they're upset. And it's funny because they claim, well, this is just another one of his flip flops. Well, it's not really a flip flop. If he says, well, I'm, I'm rethinking about. Uh, a, a deportation force. The more people I've been talking to, the more people I've been working with, uh, have informed me X, Y, Z. So I'm I'm kind of rethinking that strategy or that proposal. No different than when Trump said, "I'm going to ban uh, Muslims," and then he said, "Okay, well, you know, let's 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 refine that." And I don't hear too many people getting all uh, righteous and jumping up and down because Hillary Clinton changed her position on the Trans-Pacific deal. Remember, she was for it. Now she's against it. I think that's a little bit bigger of a of a flip-flop than a deportation force. We already have a deportation force. It's called ICE. You just got to enforce the laws. You just got to enforce the laws that are on the books. That's the thing. And we've said this for months and 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 months. If we just enforced the laws that are already on the books... If we just put in place a couple, just a couple little um, laws like E-Verify and made it mandatory. If we just did little things like just little things like that, sanctuary cities, we eliminated them. Just these little things. You would have a dramatic 
a dramatic decrease in illegal immigration. And you know Republicans, well, I shouldn't say Republicans, you know the never-Trumpers are beside themselves because in their mind, in their mind, Trump is where he is because of illegal immigration, because of build that wall. In their mind, that's the only thing Trump had. In their mind, Trump won the primaries because of illegal immigration. In their mind, that's why he won. And now, if he's softening on that, they are fit to be tied. They are fit to be tied. Because in their mind, the thing that got him the primary, the thing that made him win, is the thing that he is now backtracking on. And in their mind, his position now is exactly their position. And if that would have been his position during the primary, then they would have won. And they have no clue. They have no clue that it wasn't just immigration. It wasn't just quote-unquote Muslim ban. It wasn't just throwing insults. It wasn't just being an outsider. It wasn't just being a businessman. It was all of them. That's why I told you, these politicians, these never-Trumpers, they despise Trump not because of his policy, not because of what's in his They despise him because in their minds, Trump doesn't deserve what he has. He hasn't paid his dues. Risen through the ranks. He wasn't given permission. He wasn't given permission. He beat seasoned politicians. He beat governors. He beat senators. People that were not supposed to be beaten. He beat people that were not supposed to be beaten. And that drives them nuts. They don't care about uh, they don't care about tone. They 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 don't. He's just a bad person. They don't care. They don't care. It drives them nuts that this guy who's never done this before beat them. That's what sets them off. That this crass, loud, 
obnoxious businessman who all all of these people had to pander to him at one time or another. Every single one of them had to pander to Trump at one time or another. Every single one of them. Every single one of them. And this guy beat them. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, they could just think, ah, but ah. They're, they're beside themselves. Ah. They're beside themselves. They, they, they can't, they, they can't stand it. Can't stand it. And that's the real problem. That's their issue. That's their problem. That's their issue. And that's a fact, my friends. That is a fact. It's a cold, hard fact, but it is what it is. And that's why the reaching out to the black folk, the, all of this stuff, it's just, uh, <laughs> just uh, softening on immigration. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, uh, <laughs> this is, uh, no, no, same, it's insane, I tell you. All right, it's Rob Zagari Show. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back. Don't go away, don't go away, okay? Don't go away. Come back, we'll wrap it up, and then we'll. Go on from there. And to those listening, please don't stay home in November. If you love our country and love your children as much as I know that you do, stand and speak and vote your conscience. Vote for candidates up and down the ticket who you trust to defend our freedom and to be faithful to the Constitution. of the New York delegation.
will tell you it is love of freedom that has allowed millions to achieve their dreams. Like my mom, the first in her family to go to college, and my dad, who's here tonight, who fled prison and torture in Cuba, coming to Texas with just $100 sewn into his underwear. And it is love that I hope will bring comfort to a grieving nine-year-old girl in Dallas. And God willing, propel her to move forward and dream and soar and make her daddy proud. We must make the most of our moments to fight for freedom to protect our God-given rights, even of those with whom we don't agree, so that when we are old and gray, and when our work is done, and we give those we love one final kiss goodbye, we will be able to say, freedom matters, and I was part of something beautiful. You all remember that. That was, uh, that was Lion Ted. Lion Ted. Not to, uh, not to beat this uh, CNN, not to beat them to death here, but we got to just beat them a little bit uh, more. You know, if you, if you go to their site, like I said in the beginning of the segment, and I'm thinking about doing that as the story for tomorrow. That's what I'm thinking. The Tan and Tarot story is good thinking maybe, maybe the first story. I don't know yet, but I have to decide. Um, but CNN is supposed to be news. They're, they're not supposed to, they're not supposed to be a cover. They're, they're not supposed to be spin doctors. They're not supposed to be fonts for Hillary Clinton. That's not what they're supposed to be doing. I know they do it. That's why they're the Clinton News Network. But again, it's just so, it's just so in your face. It's just so glaring as a shill. You know, you go on their site, and it's the deal with the foundation. And then under it, why Trump donated to the Clinton Foundation? Trump aid. Foundation does good work. And when you read the story, 
And when, when you read the story, it's like, well, and, and again, it, it's, it's like an opinion piece. It's, it, it's, it's, it's an opinion piece wrapped in a news bit. It's an opinion piece wrapped in a news bit. That, that's what's... Uh, it's an opinion piece wrapped in a news bit. So you have this, what's his name? And it's funny because he's a, he's a black guy. You have um, Eugene Scott basically saying, well, if the Clinton Foundation is so bad, if the Clinton Foundation is so bad, why did Donald Trump give up to a quarter of a million dollars to it? And then he uses uh, the interview that Kellyanne Conway did with Anderson Cooper to give his opinion, which is, well, if uh, Trump says people donate to this organization because uh, they want uh, political favors, and if the organization is so corrupt and so bad, why did Donald Trump, why did Donald Trump give them money? And it's funny because this Kellyanne Conway, she's good. She really is. She's real good. Because Anderson Cooper said, was your candidate donating that money so that he could have access to Hillary Clinton whenever he wanted? And without missing a beat, Conway goes, no, seems like he had access to her anytime he wanted. She went to his wedding. (laughs) She's good. She's real good. She's real good. But yeah, I mean, again, it's like, come on, CNN. It's like, come on, man. Really, guys? It's like, really? It's like, well, if the, that's not news. It's not news. You're, you're, you're playing the opinion game. And you're wrapping it, and you're and you're wrapping it in a news bit, but you're playing the opinion game. This CNN man, they, it, it's 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 never ending. It real, it's never ending. It's just, it's never. Ending. Seriously, it's just, it's never ending. Oh, man. And then if you uh, scroll down on another section, they have, uh, they have the whole, uh, and we'll talk about this uh, tomorrow. 
Every so we do a little uh, entertainment section, a little pop culture entertainment section. But it's uh, the whole bit that John Oliver did. Man, I hate John Oliver. I totally, he, I totally despise John Oliver. But it's the whole bit where he does the whole drop out Donald Trump. Drop out, please. Drop out. Ugh. Man, I hate him. <laughs> I do. I just, uh, I despise him. Despise him. Something about watching a, a guy from <laughs> guy from England. There's something about a guy from England um, ripping on one of our presidential candidates. I, I don't know. It just, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Call me a, a I, I don't know. You know, a, I guess a xenophobe, but I don't know. There's just, just something about. A foreigner, a rip. Even, even, even if it was Marco Rubio, even if you know, it's just hell. For that matter, even if it was Hillary Clinton, there's just something about a foreigner ripping on America. Just, just something about it. Just, it just, I don't know. It just never, it, it never sits right with me. Never sits right with me. Doesn't never sits right with me. <sighs> All right, so it's Rob's Carry Show. Uh, we're out of here. And you know who else? Wait, <laughs> I know, I know. That Brian uh, Steller. Was it Stel Stelter Stelter? The senior media correspondent and host of Reliable Sources. He's not a reliable source. Okay. He, he, he's he's not. He, he's a he's a a a leftist hack. Okay, he's a leftist hack. That's what he is. He's a leftist hack. The leftist hack. It's Rob Zakari Joe. All right, so. Uh, don't forget, guys, go to the Twitter feed, uh, go to uh, our Facebook feed, uh, go to uh, all of the sites, all of the places that we are. You will enjoy them. You will love them and uh, all that good stuff. All right. We'll see you guys tomorrow at uh, same time, same place. And maybe we'll get the uh, Periscope to... Uh, last uh, the entire time. All right. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Goodbye. Uh. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.